Nobody has more respect for women than I do. Nobody. Hillary Clinton wants to abolish it, believe me. She wants to abolish our Second Amendment. I think they didn't deny it. I don't think anybody denied it. Other presidents did not call, did write letters, and some presidents didn't do anything. Many people have come out and said, I'm right. You really do have to ask yourself, where does it stop? Hello and welcome to Fallacious Trump, the podcast where we use the insane ramblings of the man who took a DNA test and turns out he's 100% that grifter to explain logical fallacies. I'm your host, Jim. And I'm your other host, Mark. A logical fallacy is an error in reasoning that results in bad or invalid arguments. And the logical fallacy we're looking at this week is the false consensus fallacy. So before we get started Mm. on the false consensus fallacy, we haven't mentioned it yet. Yeah. But this is the 100th episode. This is our 100th episode. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So the 100th episode is part of why I chose the false consensus fallacy, because as we'll come to in a minute, it's kind of an antithesis of what we did on our 50th episode. Nice. Which was where we talked about things that everyone knows. Right. It was yeah. alleged certainty. Yeah. And So um, if you've stuck with this this long, you will yeah. see the narrative arc that's been played <laughs> out. Yeah. And and so part of what we're going to talk about is Trump telling us what nobody knows. Mm -hmm. But before we start with that, if you're listening to this in the audio format, as is your want with the Fallacious Trump podcast, because it has been for the last 99 episodes, Uh, there is an opportunity to see us in person because this being the 100th episode, we have decided to throw caution to the wind (laughs) (laughs) and get together in one place. Yeah. We did do that before. We did. Though. We, we haven't yeah. filmed one. We recorded one episode yeah. in person before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Which in this is at instance, my house. we have congregated in one yeah, location. Yeah, as much as two people can location. congregate. Yeah. And, yeah. and are filming this. So yeah. you can go to our website at fallaciousTrump.com. And follow uh, the links. You should be yeah. able to see fallaciousTrump.com FT100. Nice. And yeah. see this on video if you prefer to watch this as a video version and you by all means listen to it as an audio yeah but if you'd also like to see us yeah and you can you can kind of you can can challenge one another about as to what we actually do look like yeah and then go to the video and go oh look (laughs) they look a lot different i wouldn't imagine that voice belongs to a six foot two bodybuilder (laughs) adonis adonis (laughs) adonis you can see the video version at fallaciousjump.com slash FT100. But we do have, before we get started with the Trump examples, a special guest for episode 100, which Mark does not know about. Wow. This is Anthony Scaramucci. No. No shit. Congratulations. This is from Mark and Jim, uh, recording the 100th episode of the Fallacious Trump podcast. I mean, the, I mean, my God. Anyway... Pretty awesome stuff. I got a lot to say about Trump, but uh, if he's running again, I, you got to invite me on the podcast, obviously. I mean, I would love to come. Uh, but anyway, uh, you're the man. Continue to promote critical thinking. Um, and I know you're not fans of the former guy, and he does suck, by the way. And anybody that worked for him knows he's fucking crazy. So, But anyway, why did I work for him? Yeah, I know. It was a stupid idea. But we're here now. God bless you, man. Yay, the mooch. <laughs> Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's as though he's listened to us all this time. Exactly. Not just been paid to, to say those yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's almost like that. It's almost like yeah. that. That's great. <laughs> wow. So, 
the false consensus fallacy. Yes. This comes from a cognitive bias, essentially, called the false right. consensus effect, which is something which is extremely pervasive. Like all of you, I have a tendency to project my feelings and thoughts and beliefs onto other people. Right. And I've that, noticed that. That yeah. is what this this fallacy basically Does. is. Is yeah. feeling like the feelings you have, the thoughts you have, the behaviours you exhibit in particular situations are actually commonplace. They are the the sensible thing to do. They are what everyone does. Right. What everyone feels, what everyone experiences. Whereas in fact, realistically, other people have different experiences. They have different yeah. upbringings. They have different life experiences that have led to them to where they are now. And therefore, probably the decisions they might make in different situations the things that would that would bring them to to decide and feel and experience what they're experiencing are probably different from what you're experiencing right but it's completely natural yeah to to assume that everyone largely feels the same way right because you're feeling the way that you're feeling yeah other people will also feel that so therefore you can make a generalization yeah based on that it's partly the heuristic of uh, kind of availability, the, yeah. the, the feeling that you're, you're basing your decisions on information that kind of comes to mind immediately. Right. And the information that comes to mind is stuff which is specific to you. Yeah. And that comes from the fact that things that you're not interested in, you wouldn't embrace. So, yeah. So, kind of, so those kind of feelings and attitudes and... and perspectives that you embrace that you think are worthwhile those are the ones that you would tend to lean towards and and also ascribe everyone else to lean leaning towards so that's kind of the that during the brexit vote we kind of came up with this notion of being in your own social media bubble and realize that the algorithms work on the same kind of basis that you get to hear information that is in harmony with the the viewpoints that you hold so you just you kind of end up preaching to the converted so there's yeah. this whole notion that everyone is thinking the way that i am so it's it's fine for me to therefore make generalizations on that basis absolutely right and it and the false consensus effect essentially was coined by a group of psychologists as these things tend to be yes yeah. uh confirmation biases and and cognitive biases in general. This was a paper by a group of psychologists called Ross Green and House from 1977 who did a series of experiments with reasonably small sample size of Stanford students who were asked to put themselves into kind of hypothetical situations, asked what they would do, and also asked to rate what they thought other people would do and how likely other people would be to, to follow those situations so for example one of the things that they were asked was if you were asked to wear a sandwich board around campus for half an hour that said repent on right it, yeah would you do it yeah as kind of part of a of a psychological experiment maybe if you were being paid maybe you know various reasons might be given but also not only would you do it but do you think other people would do it right and actually the number of people who would do it versus wouldn't do it was literally 50-50. Right. But each of the groups thought that the number of people who would agree to either do it or not do it yeah. was significantly higher based on what they thought. So the people right. who, who would agree to do it 
thought 64% of people would agree to do it. Wow, yeah. And the people who wouldn't agree to do it yeah. thought 77% of people wouldn't agree to do it. Right, right. So they took their experience and their approach to that situation yeah. and thought, well, probably most people, especially in wouldn't the case of, of, yeah, yeah. of the people who wouldn't, wouldn't do it, 77% yeah. of, of people probably wouldn't do yeah. this thing that, that I'm being asked to do. Yeah. And as I said, in, in reality, it was 50-50. Yeah. So uh, a lot of experiments have been done since then that have built on this and seen that really this is a very common cognitive bias. This is something that personally I fall prey to and recognize right. myself yeah, falling yeah, yeah, prey yeah, to yeah. regularly. And it's something that, that you have to kind of fight if you want to be cognitively realistic, responsible yeah. and logical. Also, not disappointed by um, public opinion. Yeah. When you just yeah. kind of go, huh? How come, how could <laughs> Why people do people possibly act think like that? that? Why, Why don't do they people? act like yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how, how can you possibly think that way? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, our first example from Trump yeah. is a, a direct antithesis of the thing we did in the 50th right. episode where we were talking then about things that he said everyone knows this yeah as as the alleged certainty fallacy in this instance we're talking about things that he says nobody knows right you lose 27,000 people to the common flu it can be much more one year was much higher than the 70,000 number those people die so when you lose 27,000 people a year. Nobody knew that. I didn't know that. Three, four weeks ago, I was sitting down. I said, what do we lose with the regular flu? They said, about 27,000 minimum. Goes up to 70, sometimes even 80. One year, it went up to 100,000 people. I said, nobody told me that. Nobody knows that. So the fact that he doesn't know yeah. <laughs> that 27,000 plus people die a year from flu yeah. means he assumes that that is widespread Lack of knowledge. Ignorance. That actually, yeah. no one knows yeah. that. This is something yeah. that isn't general information, isn't something that people generally know. Yeah. And this is a, a kind of a verbal tick that he has, almost. Right. It's a combination of a confirmation bias and a verbal tick because basically he will very frequently say, nobody knows this. Nobody right. realizes this. People don't understand this. People don't know this. Yeah. To the extent that I... In episode 50, I made a video of 50 examples of him saying everyone right. knows this. Yeah. I've now made a video of him saying 100 examples, because it's the 100th episode, <laughs> yeah. of him saying things that, as far as he's concerned, nobody, nobody knows. knew this. Right. Yeah. I'll play that at the end of this episode. So listen past the, the kind of credits, the, yeah. the end music. <laughs> if you want to hear him saying that, watch past, if you're watching on video. For a hundred different things. For a hundred yeah. things, not including the one we've just played. Wow, wow. That he says, nobody knows this. And and the two things from from putting that compilation together that I found, the two reasons that he says nobody knows this thing are either that it's something he just learned Right. Yeah. So I just found this out. I yeah. didn't know this. Therefore, yeah. nobody else knows this. This right. is not a thing that is widely known. By yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Or he's lying about it. Right. <laughs> it's it's a thing he's made. Yeah. Up. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like nobody nobody knew that people could write things down before yeah. pens were invented. Yeah. Yeah. Or 
<laughs> he's lying. <laughs> so he's he's kind of cut, he's so he's saying something that is a blatant lie, and he's revealing that. That it's one of those things that up until now nobody knew. Yeah, yeah. He'll say right. he'll say stuff like nobody knows this because the press won't report on it. Right. And the press won't report yeah. on it because it's not true. It's not true. Or it doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing yeah. he just made up. Yeah. Um but in most cases it's because it's a thing that he didn't know. Right. Like Abraham Lincoln being a Republican, for yeah. example. <laughs> yeah. It's a common yeah. thing that he will say is, right. is people don't know. People people aren't aware yeah. that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Fuck off. Most Everyone people knew. has been aware of that <laughs> since yeah. he was the president. But he just found yeah. out, so therefore, yeah. that must be information that is Because he is in charge of the entirety of human knowledge. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, he assumes that most people have the same no- level of knowledge of stuff that he has. And yeah. he is a, a sheltered idiot. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to be... You know, to be charitable, quite charitable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm being quite kind. Yeah, sheltered idiot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So our second example from Trump comes from an interview that he did with Laura Ingram. How does a Trump re-election calm things down in the United States? Biden says he's going to calm things down. How will a Trump re-election calm? calm Why? Why won't he calm things down? Biden won't calm things down. They will take over. They will have won. If Biden gets in, they will have won. He's a weak person. He's controlled like a puppet. So it's not going to be calm things down. It's going to be they will have won. They will have taken over your cities. It's a revolution. You understand that. It's a revolution. And the people of this country will not stand for that. They're not going to stand for that. The vast majority of people feel like me. They feel like every time I put law and order up on social media, it gets such an incredibly positive response. So he gets a response Mm -hmm. when he tweets a thing. Yeah. When, in fact, realistically, when he tweets the words law and order, the main response he gets is people tweeting other TV show titles to him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hill Street Blues. Yeah. The fact that he sees that response that he gets from social media, from largely his followers, as evidence that everyone, largely, the vast majority of people in the US, feel the way he does about things. Yes. Protests that are going on in the streets and and all of that kind of stuff. So this feeling that he has that actually everyone's like him, everyone feels the same way that he does, everyone wants to respond to the protests and the, and the disorder and stuff in the same way that he does, is is purely based on this cognitive bias. Yeah, yeah. He sees evidence for it in the responses he gets when he posts stuff on on social media and conveniently ignores the pushback that he gets yeah, yeah, yeah. in the other direction. Yeah. It would be interesting to actually count the number of people that agree with him and the number of people that disagree with him. Well, we don't need to count that because <laughs> we know because Biden got elected. Yeah. So therefore, and and they, whoever they are, have taken over. It's a revolution. They have taken over. You understand that. Yeah. It's a revolution. Yeah. They've, they've taken over. They've. What did he say? They're going to invade your homes? Yeah, I mean, or? basically, he was saying that the kind of the people at the time who were protesting, who were like in Portland and places like that, yeah. who, it, from the GOP's perspective, were burning down America's cities, yeah, 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 would would then be in control, yeah, and and realistically, now they are in control, yeah, but they're the Democratic Party, yes, and they are governing as best they can with yeah. 
Joe Manchin stopping them from doing anything really dramatic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the burning down of cities hasn't happened. No, not right. really. No, okay. no. Yeah. It largely that largely happened in Trump's America. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because people but were protesting to, to, against stuff he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Or they were protesting on behalf of Trump to stop people stopping him doing that. <laughs> yeah. But January the sixth was a, a lot of lot of burning and smashing of things happened that day <laughs> because they didn't want people to get in that would stop him doing the bad things he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and they did get in. They and did. Weirdly, none of that stuff has happened. The stuff like, you know, Tear gassing people so you could cross the road and hold a Bible upside that down. That mostly stopped. Yeah, yeah. When, most when most Trump that left yeah. office, not happened. Yeah, I've not yeah. seen Biden hold a Bible upside down. You know, at the expense of people crying because yeah. of tear gas. No, weird. Not happened. Yeah. So our third example from yeah. Trump is a tweet that he sent on August fifth, twenty eighteen, when he still had a Twitter account, and uh, he said, "Fake news reporting, a complete fabrication." That I am concerned about the meeting my wonderful son Donald had in Trump Tower. This was a meeting to get information on an opponent totally legal and done all the time in politics and it went nowhere. I did not know about it. <laughs> so, apart from disavowing any knowledge of, of the meeting yeah. that happened, yeah. which he definitely knew about, he's saying that this is, this is fine because it's, it's done all the time. Everyone does it, essentially. It's totally legal and done all the time in politics. That is a lie. <laughs> technically, that's what we yeah. technically call it. Uh, yeah, is 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 a lie in the world of fallacies <laughs> and logic. Yeah, 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 it's just a, a lie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Politifact contacted legal experts to, to to see if that's a true thing, right? Uh, and they said no. <laughs> they said uh, that it was it was not a thing that happens. In fact, um, in politics, all yeah, the time. no, yeah. they 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 said that the um the the consultants that they checked with said the meeting between Trump campaign officials and the Russian lawyer were far from run of the mill in the world of opposition research. Mike Micus, brilliant name, yeah, a a, a Democratic <laughs> campaign consultant, uh, said I have been working appearance. on campaigns <laughs> since 1994 and managed races since 1998. I've never heard of an operative meeting with a representative of a foreign government, friend or foe to discuss opposition research. Um, and and the, that's true of multiple people that PolitiFact talked to. Other fact-check services uh, are, available are available and, did, yeah. and yeah. did similar fact-checks and yeah. found similar things. Yeah. That, no, this isn't a thing where, where politicians routinely meet with representatives of foreign governments yeah. to find... Dirt, dirt on, on your the political opposition. opponent. Yeah, that is not a thing. No, that is totally legal and done all the so time. So his his in fact is not totally legal. It was it the only way that Don Junior escaped prosecution for having that specific meeting. Yeah. was because Mueller found legally he's too stupid to know <laughs> it was against the law. Despite the fact that ignorance is no defense. Yeah, yeah, but in, spe- in so certain ignorant. cases, in and certain laws, yeah. you have to. Have intent to break the law, right? In order to but he was too stupid be to charged with it, that. but he was too stupid to know yeah. that he what the the meeting he took was against the law. Therefore, he can't be charged with a crime. Wow! But that's the only thing. His yeah. his idiocy 
is the only thing that saved, saved him his, his from an indictment. Yeah, it's a bit like Goofy getting yeah. getting off anything that he undertakes exactly. to do yeah, by yeah, just yeah, going very much. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the consensus that he's falsely dropped, um, creating is that this it's fine. Everyone in politics does it all yeah, the yeah. time. That's the he's that's assuming it. everyone does it because yeah. he does it because if you are yeah. a criminal. Right. You assume that, Every, that actually is. your crimes are fine because yeah. everyone everyone yeah. crimes. Yeah. Everyone, everyone does crimes that. all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, who could, who, could, who could reasonably get who's by to say? without criming? And yes. Yeah. And who's so much so that it's not really a crime. <laughs> no, no, it's barely yeah. worth mentioning. Yeah, because no, everyone does it. Everyone does it, you know. Everyone kills people. Everyone uh-huh. drives too fast and runs children over. It's fine yeah. because everyone does it. And now is the time I think for Mark's British politics corner. Well, our usual suspect for referring to experts or not or anyone other than himself as part of his ongoing plausible deniability to distance himself from anything his party or indeed he ever says. Yes, it's the face of a scrotum. Michael Gove. <laughs> Can I just stop you? Yeah. Before we get to Michael Gove's right. clip. Yeah. Because we have another surprise guest. Oh, it's Michael Gove. <laughs> no. It's not Michael Gove. Right, thank God for that. But I don't think uh, I could look but at But since this is the British face. politics section, yeah. it is a British guest. Right. It is Mark Watson. Oh, bloody hell. Hello, Mark Watson here. And from one uh, less experienced podcaster to two more to two more illustrious ones congratulations the reason i'm saying that is because um it's time to say congratulations on 100 episodes of the fallacious trump podcast i mean i've done one a podcast that is yeah about 40 in and that's a lot 100 is um uh huge Um, uh, mark and you explain logical fallacies using trump speeches stroke tweets for examples as well as uk politics and pop culture i imagine there's at least 100 episodes worth of um uh, Trump-related bullshit to uh, to mine, uh, but nonetheless, congratulations on uh, making it. And uh, but well done to you, Jim, and your namesake, Mark. And made it, I'll 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 check the podcast out. So one more time, congratulations from me, Mark Watson, uh, to you, Jim Cliff, and Mark. Um, don't know your other name, unless it's me. But I don't. I think I'd know if I'd been doing another podcast for a hundred episodes. And um, may uh, may there be many more. Although may we not think about Donald Trump. So too much again in our lives. Uh, keep enjoying Taskmaster. I'm not on it anymore, of course, um, because uh, you only ever get one shot in life so far. Well, I did have a dream that I was on it again, but a dream is all it was. Um, but enjoy it nonetheless. And uh, I, uh, yes, I wish you all the best with your future podcasting and with everything else. Uh, this is Mark Watson once more congratulating Jim and Mark on the auspicious occasion of their 100th episode of Fallacious Trump. Congratulations and good luck. Nice. Mark Watson, one of our heroes, one of our comedy <laughs> heroes. Nice. Anyway, yeah, so this is Face of a Scrotum, Michael Gove, and here he is interviewed by Kay Burley on, the, on Sky News on May 11th. You can actually lead to companies not investing for the That's long term. That's not what term. VP said. They said nonsense. We'll continue on with our investment, whether there's a windfall tax or not. Well, uh, you'll find many other people, not just in the oil and gas sector, but many other people who are observing the, uh, the picture when it comes to energy overall, who would make the point very eloquently that if you have uh, a tax that is introduced, uh, uh, as I say, 
at the wrong time and in the wrong way that will deter the investment we need in order to ensure that we but have BP. oil and gas in the North Sea okay. for the long term. So I was in Aberdeen, my hometown recently. One of the things that uh, people said to me there is, uh, if we're going to have a transition towards net zero, yeah. oil and gas has to be part of that. Yeah. We need investment. We won't get that investment if we have the wrong sort of tax applied now. Kay Burley kind of calls his bluff and uh, he creates this consensus from the people who argue this more eloquently than I, i.e. agree with government policy. And also the people he spoke to in Aberdeen who said to him that the tax at the wrong time in the wrong way, i.e. a tax now on our obscene windfall profits when the Tories need all the support they can get, to mean all the people, despite the fact that Kay pointed out that they spoke to BP, British Petroleum, and they said, no, we will, of course, continue investing, even if you tax us on our obscene profits that we've gained during the lockdown. And since the Ukraine war, when the prices have gone up and we've got more cash than we know what we can do with, despite the fact that they're the very people that you ought to be talking to about whether this will work, and they say, yeah, that's fine. He invents this invisible consensus. He goes, oh, no, you see, well, but, but people have told me that you ought not to apply this tax at the wrong time because that will so he's just in the face of the facts <laughs> that they spoke to the actual people who would actually know he just he carries on inventing this thing because that's their party line the party line is we're not going to do that because we've got we we need people to continue to vote for us because it's all gone to shit and we need to be seen to be being being uh, amenable to not taxing people who are making a lot of money, therefore they will kind of support us and not the other lot. So yeah, quite yes, and it's it's utterly false. It is a false consensus, both in terms of the fact that he's trying to make a consensus out of invented people, and it's false. There is no <laughs> consensus. The, because for there to be a consensus, that would mean everyone would need to be included. And the, the key people that aren't included in that consensus are BP, the very people who are being asked to pay this windfall tax. And they're going, yeah, fine. The argument that you're putting forward, we would just continue to invest anyway. Well, of course they would, because there's a lot of money to be made. They've just made a lot of money unexpectedly and they go yeah all right fair enough they've made billions and billions of billions they yeah. don't kind of they just go yeah all right we'll pay a bit of tax yeah it's a bit <laughs> even the the ceo of bp and shell i think they both said we've got far too much money we don't know what to do with it what should we do we'd quite like what they should actually do is just cut the price of gas at the gas station they could just do that they could do that they don't need to wait for anyone to give them permission yeah so yes so it's, it's it's wrong on two counts there is no <laughs> consensus and the consensus he thinks there is is false and our second example um from recent headlines lee anderson mp but lee anderson frankly yeah, fuck him needless to say he's a, he's a conservative he's in ashfield and he's responding to questions about food banks should it be necessary to have 
food banks in 21st century Britain. I thank the Honourable Gentleman for, for his intervention. He makes a great point, and this is exactly my point. So I invite you personally to come to Ashfield, look at our food bank, how it works, and I think, you see, I think you'll see first hand that there's not this, use, this, this massive use for food banks in this country. We've got generation after generation who cannot cook properly, they can't cook a meal from scratch, they cannot budget, the challenge is there. Come. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I will say uh, to the previous speaker is that all of us have food banks in our constituency. Yeah. We don't really need to visit his because we're perfectly well aware of the requirement for them. But the requirement for them is not because people don't know how to cook. It's because we have poverty in this country at a scale that should shame his government. So basically, Lee Anderson has denied the massive use of food banks. And it's, he's based it on his... Actually, there's, there's a, um, another first-hand account fallacy going on when he's saying, yeah, yeah, come, come look at my one, because what he volunteers at his local food bank, um, which, you know, makes him beyond reproach. And what he says is, when you register at the food bank, in my food bank, you have to sign up to a training course on how to budget properly. He maintains you can cook a meal for 30 pence, you know, but why would you want to eat a meal for 30 pence for weeks on end? Yeah. And that's the thing. Yes, it's possible to eat on a budget, on a yeah. on a very very strict budget. Yeah. But not all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Not not if you, not if you want to actually get nutrition. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this, possible to stay alive. Yes. On a yeah. on a small amount of yeah. money. And it and it cr- it it crosses over with the the government's uh, very recent today. In fact. They've canned the idea that they were going to ban advertising for junk food. They've moved it for a year on the basis that there is a cost of living crisis so that people will need to buy junk food. And you're kind of thinking, well, no, why don't you just make healthy food cheaper? Yeah. And and more available. And so they, yeah. So anyway, here's... The consensus that he creates is that it's not, there is no problem of people coming to food banks. The only problem is ignorance. That So the, the consensus of people that agree with him is that generations after generation don't know how to cook. And that's a, a big claim because the generation before me were born in the 30s. So they lived through the war, and the generation before that were born in at the turn of the century and lived through the First World War. So they know exactly how to budget yeah. and how to cook, and that's because you know Mrs. Beaton's cookery book <laughs> was around in post-Victorian times. There've been umpteen thousand cookbooks. Yeah, he can fuck all the way off. Yeah, Lee Anderson. and when he He's, gets there, he, he can fuck off a bit more. He claimed last year over £200,000 in expenses. Yeah, yeah, including eating. As an MP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't know how to budget, obviously. Mm. And and so he assumes no one else does. Yes. He assumes everyone else is as ignorant at how to budget, how to cook for on a budget, how to save money and be sensible in any way with money. As he is. As he is, yes. Yeah, and he assumes that everybody else agrees with him 
not only now, but previous generations, generation after generation, over the last 60 years of, yeah. of, of people have not known how to, and that's why they need to use food banks, which is why suddenly now there's a lot of food banks where there haven't been for the past 60 years. Yeah. Nothing to do with 12 years of unbroken conservative um, no, that's totally unrelated. Yeah, no, nothing to do with it. No, yeah. no, no, nope, nope. And um, Sammy Wilson from the DUP there denied the false consensus and trumped it, if that's not a, a pun intended, <laughs> with with a real consensus from all those who who do have food banks in their constituencies, and yeah, quite clearly points out well, it's nothing to do with ignorance; it's to do with. The underfund is to do with the government's policy of just making people poor. You know, I told you once to lie. You could always speak your mind. You worked so hard yeah, right, to see so what's right. I watch you do it all the time. But when I called you on the phone, you said that I could be the one. But here I'm standing all alone, and you're out there lying to the sun. Tell me, am I getting in too deep? Every night I'm talking in my sleep. Lately I'm so confused, I really don't know what to do. Could you be the one I'm thinking of? Could you be the man who's just a child? All the people tell me so, but what do all the people know? About the fallacies in the wild. So the Munro's there with what do all the people know? And in the Fallacy in the Wild, we like to talk about the Fallacy of the Week from a non-political perspective. But before we get started, I do have one final right. surprise guest. Fantastic. And this is my favourite. Right. Of all of the it's surprise guests. Trump himself. <laughs> it's not Trump himself. Oh. Hello, Mark and Jim. It is I, semi-accomplished podcaster, Joshua Molina, I'm here to congratulate you, to wish you a hearty mazel tov on the recording of the 100th episode of your fallacious Trump podcast. It's a brilliant premise. It's wonderfully executed. I just listened to episode 99, Need for Firsthand Accounts. Loved it. You guys are doing great stuff. And uh, 100 and onward, may the next 100 be just as good and rewarding as the first 100. I hope you're celebrating as befits... Uh, the occasion. You may not be. The world's in a weird place. If that's the case, I apologize. Although Mark and Jim, let's be honest. Let's always be honest with each other. It's not my fault. Um, still, I wish better things for you on the celebration of your 200th episode. Our favorite fictional president, Jed Bartlett, would often ask what's next. What's next, Mark and Jim? May the coming year be filled with uh, more fabulous content that you provide for um, discriminating podcast listeners out there. May you guys enjoy a friendship May you have prosperity, good health, in short, everything you desire. And please know that this special congratulatory shout-out does come to you straight from the White House Department of Communications. 
and uh, Mark and Jim and everyone at the Fallacious Trump podcast, I will share with you that I stole that plaque from the set of the West Wing on the final day of shooting, and uh, there are people who want it back. So please, please speak of this to no one. Happy 100. <laughs> wow! That's excellent. <laughs> and great that he just kind of, yeah, he just, yeah, he just stole it. And actually, <laughs> the false consensus that they all have as members of the cast, he went... Everyone took something. Yeah. It's fine. We won't need them again. <laughs> and then, of course, they did when they put it on the stage uh-huh. and all that stuff. And they went, yeah, what happened to all those props? No idea. No <laughs> Weird. idea. They've just, just gone missing. Just gone. I went to look for it, yeah. thinking we might need that. No, gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. How marvellous. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, uh, our first example in the fantasy in the wild this week is from friends I, because yeah, it, it had to be yeah really yeah so this is the episode where ross has kind of cheated on rachel but not right. really because right. they were on a break they're on a break yeah a break. and i mean among friends fans online this is the ultimate question yeah were ross and rachel really on a break ever on a break and i, and I obviously as all right thinking people do yeah Fall down on the on the side of of yes, they were on a break. Right. So Ross was entirely justified. Yeah, yeah. In assuming that it was okay. But then that's to but, sleep. But with I suspect Chloe that, that yeah. But that I suspect that that's your false consensus. <laughs> yeah, that, no, no, no. That all sensible all, people yeah. agree with me. Yeah, okay, yeah, so cool. <laughs> yeah. And anyone that doesn't yeah, yeah. is not. They're, no, in, absolutely. they're insensible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is the episode where he is rushing around trying to stop the news getting back to Rachel by finding the links between Chloe at yeah. the copy place yeah. and all the people who might know Rachel. Right. And one of the people who yeah. knows Chloe is Isaac, who works yeah. at the copy place with her, yeah. whose sister yeah. is Jasmine, who works with Phoebe. Right. Ah, right. Who knows so Rachel. Maybe we'll come back. Right, okay, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Ross good, goes good to plan. see Isaac. Good plan, yeah. Yeah. To make sure that the news doesn't get back to Rachel. Right. Listen, can you keep this information to yourself? Oh, no problem, dude. You know, we gotta look out for each other. We're the same, you and me. <laughs> Actually, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we are. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Okay, we're not. <laughs> but we are. <laughs> So, so, admittedly, this isn't a great example because Isaac basically assumes that Ross is the same as him because because all of all he knows basically about Ross is that he slept with someone, right? And therefore, he's kind of assuming that that Ross is like him. But right. it's the hundredth episode. We had to have had a friend's clip, yeah, well, of course, yeah. and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so this is it. Yeah. But yeah, Isaac assumes that Ross is like him based on the very small amount of information, and yeah. and and probably maybe assumes everyone is like him. Who knows? Yeah. But but a, a better example right. of this specific fallacy okay. comes from uh, the film Footloose. <laughs> yeah. Where there is a a hearing in the town of whether they should be allowed to have a dance, and this is the, from the original, not the yeah. the heretical remake. Um, <laughs> Uh, and where, everyone agrees yeah, with yeah, you on that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah still yeah. the best. Yeah. Where Kevin Bacon is yeah. is the, the kind of champion of, of being allowed to dance in the town. Right. And John Lithgow yeah. is the straight-laced Christian pastor yeah. who outlaws it. Yeah, cast against type. There. Yeah. 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 Besides the liquor, 
and the drugs, which always seem to accompany such an event, the thing that distresses me even more, Ren, is the spiritual corruption that can be involved. These dances and this kind of music can be destructive. And, uh, Ren, I'm afraid you're going to find that most of the people in our community are going to agree with me on this. And people are with me on this. So. Yeah, yeah, everyone agrees with me. Everyone yeah. in, or most of the people in the town will agree with me. Yeah. And... Well, it can't the be thing true is, because otherwise he, is, he wouldn't, Kevin Bacon wouldn't be there. Yeah, well, I mean, Kevin Bacon is uh, kind of new to the town. Yeah. That's the thing. And he's kind of... And he's got hair. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. And yeah, the the, the, the younger generation that mm. is being kind of motivated by Kevin Bacon's character in the film, obviously are against this. They yeah. want to dance. They want to have fun. They want yeah. to, to kind of celebrate life yeah. in yeah. The, the way that they do through music. Yeah. And even... John Lithgow's own wife, played by Diane Weist in the film, yeah. is is not in favour of his own personal yeah, view yeah, yeah. of how you know children should be stopped from doing all this bad stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is he's the spiritual leader of the town, and therefore it's only really because of him that people in the town are anti the right. kind of the you know rock and yeah. roll music and dancing yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that kind of stuff. So when he says, you know, a lot of the town, a lot of the people here will agree with me. Yeah. It's true that some of them do. Yeah. Not necessarily most of them. But they, don't, um, but but they a, do but, so but because they, do, they feel a They bit, do because he's told them what to think, yeah, essentially. They feel bullied by yeah. in, him intellectually They've and told, religi- he's told them religiously. It's against yeah. God. Yeah. He's told them that, you know, yeah, if they, yeah, yeah, if yeah. they are pious people, if they're good Christians, they will yeah. be against um, yeah. And spoiler, yeah. he ultimately decides that maybe that's a bit too harsh. Oh, oh okay. Oh no, and, you and, ruined that for yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you haven't seen Footloose, what, <laughs> what have you been doing with your life? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it comes to a point where he is he he grows as a right. as a person and a Christian, right. and accepts right. uh, that there are other ways of and the, celebrating life. And the fact life. that the the, the um, reason that Jesus was asked to turn a whole bunch of water into some wine uh-huh. must have been because there was some sort of party, a, a party going yeah, on. The wedding, okay. you know, yeah. which and uh, yeah, which yeah. may have involved musicians, yeah, probably dancing, a bit of dancing. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, in fact, yeah. in that hearing, John Lithgow's daughter, she gives Kevin Bacon a Bible that right. is uh, that that has kind of bookmarks in and, and segments right. highlighted yeah. showing biblical references that favour dancing and saying how yeah. great it yeah, is yeah, to yeah. dance and yeah. to celebrate yeah. God and life and things. And like the whole dance. of the whole of the evangelical Christian yeah. movement is obviously passed on I mean, go by. Clearly wrong. It's yeah. not, it's not, <laughs> yeah. There's there, no, there, there no isn't pause. a splinter group that thinks yeah. that that ultimately watches Footloose and goes, well Lithgow was right and he shouldn't right. have backed down. Yeah. yeah. Largely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mainly mainly Republicans. Are, yeah, yeah. Maybe, no, he's, um, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Generally the heroes of the movie are the dancers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And actually that's kind of it's the jumping off point for Back to the Future, of course, because the parents kind of go, Oh yeah, well when I was young I didn't get into trouble, yeah. I didn't go to dances, things like that. No. And we only and we find out that they out. did. They did. You yeah. know, yeah. even his mum makes out with his with him. Yeah. 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 It's disgraceful. Yeah. 
So our third example yeah. in the fantasy in the wild is from Beverly Hills Niners. Oh, my God, really? Once again, Fantastic. the original, not the heretical yeah. remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, quite. Which everyone agrees <laughs> is, is the heresy, yeah. And this is an episode actually early on in, I think, the first season yeah. where um, Brandon is confronted with cheating in oh, school. Right, and right. Uh, Steve, his friend, is, yeah. has, been, has been cheating on tests and oh, it's right. not acceptable. Well, you were talking in the hall today. I got word you might bust me. Hey, come on, Steve. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I know we're friends. It's just, uh, I want you to be in on this with me. It's just not right. Compared to what? Failing the class, Brendan? Everybody cheats. Everybody bends the rules. You either take advantage of it or you get left behind. Yeah, Steve's opinion as a person who cheats yeah. is it's, it's, you have to do it. Yeah. If you don't cheat, yeah. you're being disadvantaged because everyone else is cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um and yeah. this is the this is the feeling among cheaters, criminals, <laughs> yeah. tax yeah. evaders. Yeah. They they think genuinely think if that everyone do, if, does it. And, if, and and if we don't yeah, do yeah, it, we're then just we're being suckers. If yeah. we don't yeah. take advantage of and why the fact would you that not? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you cheat? Yeah. yeah. If if you know everyone's doing it, you can probably get away with it. Yeah. It's fine. And yeah, this is a uh, seems to be reasonably widespread um, um, among criminals, among <laughs> among people who and government who officials. Don't, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Republicans yeah. who who don't. <laughs> Uh, follow the rules. Yeah, is that the reason you don't follow the rules? Is because no one follows the rules. Yeah. why would you? Why would yeah. you be an idiot and follow and the follow rules? the rules? Because people who aren't following the rules are getting one over on yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're they're creaming the advantage that you're denying yourselves yeah. by following the rules. So why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. the whole of Machiavelli's testimony you know, was kind of based on that. So this is how you get ahead in politics. You don't adhere to moral or religious codes. That's what politicians do. That's that's the truth of real politique. Yeah. Yeah. Cunts. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play fake news, folks. I love the game. It's a great game. I understand the game as well as anybody. As well as anybody. Yes, it's time for Fake News, the game where I read out three Trump quotes, two of which are real and one I made up, and Mark has to figure out which one is fake now, news. Before we go any further, everybody knows that the whole thing has been biased in in your favour, and I can quote people, if you just, you know, if you care to mention it, I know people that agree with me, and there's there's nobody... As far as I'm concerned, that disagrees that it's been it's been biased against me ever since we began. That's what every, everyone says it. Everyone yeah, says yeah. it. Every, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. There was yeah. everyone agrees. All the with report. Me. All the all the feedback we get. All the feedback that I can provide. Yeah, yeah. Just proves the the fact that it's been biased against me since the yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the fact that I'm you know way ahead of average. Yeah. It's you know they're out of the. The ninety nine, eighty nine. <laughs> how have we done hundred episodes and we've only done well, eighty nine games? You you did a thing where you were not. Oh yeah, doing yeah, episodes so for and all those ones that won that didn't get counted for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, because other people but, were you playing. See, it's, yeah. But before we get into all of that, Jim, here are some messages for some of our guest presenters that we've had over the course of the hundred episodes. Well, actually, it was only a, over the course of about ten. 
but uh, yeah, they wanted to say hi and um, wish us well for our hundreds. Congratulations to Jim and Mark on your century. Who'd have thought that um, logical fallacies and a strange orange man with very small hands uh, would um, elicit so much fun? Um, I had the pleasure of um, sitting in for Mark when he was unable to say anything about anybody for fear of it being an offence um, while he worked for a large organisation with three letters that I don't know whether we're allowed to mention or not. Um, yeah, congratulations. Um, may you have another hundred. <laughs> Cheers. ta Congratulations on 100 episodes, guys. It's a bit of a shame that we have a fascist cheese puff to thank uh, for the content. Um, but, you know, without your genius, uh, humour and expertise, it would not have been crafted into such a wonderful listen. Um, thank you ever so much for having me on. Uh, I really enjoy reading out the headlines, especially when I got to use props to make the sound effects. Um, but I am lying in wait to exact my revenge against Jim uh, for the fake headlines. So um, watch this space. Well done, guys. Here's to another hundred. Hey, Jim and Mark. Congratulations on your 100th anniversary. And very impressive, all those celebrity endorsements you've got. That's absolutely fab. Um, anyway, I loved being involved in the episodes I was I was in. Still very proud of getting all of those fake news questions right. And, um, yeah, wishing you lots of luck for your next 100 podcasts and sending hugs and kisses, particularly to one of you. Hey, Mark. Hey, Jim. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Here's to... Oh, Jason. Hey. No, 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 I'm not doing much. I'm just doing a video for Jim's podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. He just won't shut up about it, will he? I mean, podcast this, Trump that. You know, he just keeps going on about it. I mean, even this video, he actually sent me an email and he asked me to do a congratulatory video for their 100th episode. I mean, talk about presumptuary. Yeah, but I suppose he's at least he's dedicated to it, unlike that Mark bloke who just keeps going on holiday to be with his family. Look, hang on one second, I'll be back. Hey Mark, hey Jim, congratulations on your 100th episode. Here's to 100 more. Did that sound sincere? Oh good, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah, if you remember, I was at episode 57 where I brilliantly argued that Brexit was a politician's fallacy. Yeah, it was obviously the best one. I mean, all the others are just... A couple of them did very well. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, but not well enough for it In to... aggregate, yeah. uh, I'm still in charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is why, people, but there needs to be a revolution. Yeah, there are people lining up in agreement with me, but the whole thing, it's a farce and, and, and a travesty. And it's, yeah, wrapped in a... In an enigma. In yeah. an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure we've mentioned this, but this is our 100th episode. Have we not mentioned no, that? So oh, probably Christ. hasn't come up. This is our 100th episode. Yeah, this is We've 100th, been doing yeah. this 100 times. This is the 100th time. 100 times. And, and of course, so I, I couldn't just do a regular fake right. news. No. Okay. Because that would be yeah. insane. It would be insane. People would agree with they it. Would, there would be sure. riots. Yeah, it would be So riots. this is not one where I have have made up a, a quote and oh, right, embedded okay. it within two other real quotes. Yeah, yeah. This is one where I am asking you yeah. to imagine right. the things that Trump thinks go bing. Things that 
Something's go bing. Yes. There are surprisingly numerous things that he thinks go bing. That he bing. says, that according to Trump, yeah. make a bing, bing sound. sound. Okay. Things what go bing. Yes. Right. Okay. And and all I'm asking you to do <laughs> yeah. it's just is find out of the 10 options I'm providing. 10? Right. Yeah, yeah. Three of the things. Yeah. If you can... If you can just three of the correctly bing identify three bing things three bingy things yeah that trump genuinely believes yeah. go bing yeah you'll get a point uh, all right same seems easy yeah you would think yeah but i suspect that he thinks that there are numerous things that go bing there he does some of which will be true in your list yes does it include meat it'll be five yeah. things that do go bing okay do go bing according yep. to trump right and five things that don't that i have in i i have you... imagined right trump might think go bing but right. there is no evidence that they are bing things that that they are things trump thinks go bing okay got you right okay yeah so of here is Bend. the list <laughs> okay yeah, things what of go things bing. which may or may not be things. <laughs> right. Trump thinks that go bing. Go bing. Okay. Marco Rubio. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Running from a crocodile. What? The... Shooting a traitor. Okay. Playing cards. Yeah. Or playing cards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler. Drives, driving right. a tank. Yeah. Creating websites. Okay. Adjusting a car seat. Yes. And volcanoes. Okay. <laughs> so you have to okay. pick five things. Five things that If you get three things. of them right, yeah. you get a point. Oh, okay. Right. So I think there are some uh, obvious... Uh, well, things that would obviously go bing yeah, in well, anyone. I mean, obviously, anyone would any, Yeah, anyway, there are people lining up to say, yes, that would definitely go bing. Stuff like Hitler, <laughs> for instance. Naturally. Naturally. Who wouldn't think Hitler goes bing? Hitler goes bing. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen him, <laughs> seen him do that on several broad, um, you know, YouTube videos. But like creating a website... That goes bing. Adjusting a car seat. Yeah, that goes bing. It's it's going to be, I'm guessing it's going to be more of the out there things, like the, the, which bit of running from a crocodile <laughs> goes bing? Which, that's, uh, okay. But but those kind of things, though, those are the, that's, yeah. So I'm, I'm veering from, the obvious creating websites through Hitler. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, uh, you know, through Hitler. That's just a given. To, yeah. Creating to, websites goes bing. Through. So that, and that. that might be as fake as running from a crocodile, but also might be quite as truthful. Cause see, but these are things that you've got to filter it through the, the, the mind of Trump. Okay. So I, mm, I suspect, okay, I suspect... That shooting a traitor goes bing. Bing, shoot a traitor, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go for four. And, and why wouldn't cheese go bing? Why wouldn't it? You know, bing, cheese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, we're going to have a lunch. Open the fridge, bing, cheese. 
Okay, so I'm just for the sheer Python-esque <laughs> surrealism of it. Okay, so I'm going to go for four, shooting a traitor, cheese. <sighs> See, I want to go for the Outre ones, but I'm sure he's adjusting a car seat. Maybe down the obvious end, but I'm going to go for it. So I'm going to go adjusting car seat, cheese. Did I say oh, shooting a traitor? I am going to go for running from a crocodile. And also, Marco Rubio. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. that's your five. You're going yeah. Marco Rubio. Yeah. Cheese. Cheese. Running, from, running a from a crocodile. Yeah. Shooting a traitor. Shooting a traitor. Yeah. And adjusting a car and seat. And adjusting a car seat. Yeah. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll take these in order. Then. Okay. Right. Marco Rubio. Does Marco, Marco Rubio. Rubio go bing? Marco Rubio does go bing. <laughs> I watched this lightweight Rubio, total lightweight, and little mouth on him, bing, 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 bing. What, the actual? Unclear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a little guy. Little Marco Rubio. Little mouth on bing, him, bing bing. bing, 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 bing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cheese. Does cheese go bing? Cheese is fake news. Oh, Cheese does not go bing. Oh, man. Right. It's so should, though. It's a, that's I mean, almost why Wallace not? Why Gromit. wouldn't cheese go bing? It's kind it's, of Wallace. It's almost yeah. crazy. I mean, if Marco Rubio goes bing, yeah, why yeah. not cheese? Yeah. yeah. I no, did cheese. choose it for its surrealistic yeah. value, but yeah. Oh, no. So running okay. from a crocodile. Yes. Running from a crocodile. <laughs> Does it's it it's almost bing? hard to imagine why Trump would bring up running from a crocodile. Well, yeah, and then attribute in a, the in quality a, in of say a, a rally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Much less, therefore, and therefore attribute bingness bing. to to yes. the, the whole quality and it, of and, crocodile and running from a crocodile. Running mm -hmm. is fake news. Ah, uh, right. right. So yeah, why not, would he bring that, that, that stuff why, up? They'd be, yeah. be crazy. Yeah, but it's. But it's, it's, it's equal. I was equally expecting you to just go, yeah, why yeah, would you think yeah. that? And yet. I mean, 50 50. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, not even that. 70 30, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. So cheese and so crocodile. Cheese and, so you're two down. Two down. Okay. But I've so got you have two. To, I have to score on you these. Have to score, the, you yeah. have to get a perfect score. Yeah. On Justin Carson and shooting Justin a traitor. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Which are two, you know, <laughs> equally bingable things. So, yeah. Shooting a traitor. Shooting a traitor. Is that a bingable is, thing? Is a thing that goes bing. No way. 25 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, you do what he did, it's bing, and it goes quickly, right? It's called, it's called. You're dead. Treason. 25 years 25, ago. Apparently 25 years ago, you, you could, could shoot that. traitors. No okay. problem. He, he is when, talking when here about be. a guy, a sergeant in the right. US Army yeah. called Sergeant Bergdahl, yeah. who, who deserted from his post in Afghanistan. Right. He was captured by the Taliban, uh, held prisoner of war. Yeah. He was, re he was negotiated his release from the Taliban by yeah. releasing four or five of their people yeah. essentially for, yeah. the, for the return Trump thinks he should have been just executed right and that 25 
50, 75, who the fuck cares? Years How many ago. years ago? Yeah. That would have been what That would have been fine, yeah. There has been one soldier executed yeah. for, for desertion. It's not treason. Desertion is not the not same treason. as treason. No. There That's has been, why they're different names, that, different yeah. words. There yeah. has been one soldier since the Civil War. Wow. Who was yeah. executed for desertion. Wow. Who was in World War Two? It was really fucking weird. Yeah. Because 50 people deserted and were kind of convicted of desertion. Yeah. But 49 of them had their sentences commuted. Right. From death sentence to time in prison. Just go home. And this one yeah. guy yeah. got yeah. shot by a firing squad. Like wow. as an example to other deserters. Wow. To say no, yeah, that's so was you that, shouldn't was do the, it. Was that the deal? They kind of went between the fifty of them. I went, don't know. It, we'll it was a thing. It was a thing. The go. The, the president decided. How did no, they choose you? You. Him? That was extra bad desertion, and <laughs> yeah, and shot you him. Really? Do- wow. Um, yeah. But one guy. That's the only that's person it. since the Civil War. So wow. it's not reasonable. Not Twenty-five to years say. ago. Not that, 15, that not in, not in 1995, yes, you <laughs> would have been you were shot for listening deserting. to Oasis's yeah. last album. No, no, that's, that you could realistically be shot for desertion. No. Bing, you decided that playing cards did not go bing. No, no, playing, no, obviously which, they go, <laughs> which, which was a bad decision. Oh, no, playing cards goes playing bing. cards go bing. What happened is it became a money thing, and it was like. Playing cards, bing, bing, bing. The action of dealing playing cards, cards goes bing. Is apparently bing, bing, bing. I was, <laughs> maybe that maybe in, in Trump's casinos. Did he have casinos? <laughs> he did. He had. Oh, he right. had a. He had a casino that <laughs> he managed to bankrupt. Right. Despite right. being the house, the one person, the one, <laughs> yeah. the one organization in a casino, literally guaranteed to win to make yeah. money. Yeah. He managed the house to, to, always to, wins. To lose. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet he yes. He managed to bankrupt. So, but so. that's because in his casino, no, it went bing. Everything used, went bing. They use. Bra- I mean, it's frankly probably quite annoying. Yes. Why nobody? If you're go, playing blackjack and right. everything's going bing all the time, yeah. <laughs> it's going to put you off, isn't brass it? Brass cards flying across. And you yeah. go, why have I got this large bell yeah. in front of me? They go, yeah, never mind that. Because every time they go, you go, yeah, I'd like to, yeah, bing, 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 bing. 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 Drive you mad. Well, that's why nobody was in there. It would, yeah, yeah, yeah. One arm band, one arm bandits probably go. Fruit machines, they probably they, they go do bing. go bing. They do yeah. go bing. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of binging going on. All binging all the time. Yeah, but, but, yeah. So, you you chose a no on Hitler. You I'd, decided Hitler did not at any point go bing. Yeah, because to Trump. I was wanting to avoid the reductio ad Hitlerum. A reasonable, but I'm 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 theory. sensing that I've regretted. I should regret well, that decision. Does, Hitler does Hitler go bing? According to Trump, yeah. At least as far as I could find, right. did not go bing. Ah, okay. So that is a good, fair enough. A it good, a, it was a good decision. A bing avoidment. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Driving yeah. a tank, however, does involve. You also decided did not go bing. Yeah, and according to Trump, yeah, it, it, it does not go bing. Oh, good. I'm not saying in private conversation. I, I couldn't he possibly may well have, assume yeah. that Trump has never claimed driving yeah, a tank goes. Because that would be a false. It, it reasonably probably he said it. 
I wouldn't yeah. put it past him. I think he's probably said he's Bing almost about a lot certainly said it almost about Hitler everything. and driving yeah. a tank. But and, in, and in, in recorded history, yeah, okay. anything Fair I enough. could find video of, no, no, no. evidence, right, that that driving, driving a tank, tank goes Bing. Yeah, but okay. creating websites, you think, is a thing that goes Bing. I would, I would think. No, no, that, you, no, you, you I didn't, didn't think, think that. No, websites. I think adjusting a car seat. Yes, goes Bing. So you decided creating a website doesn't go Bing. Although it probably does. Well, creating a website, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't even know why you wouldn't think it goes yeah. Bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. obviously yeah. a thing a lot that of goes Binging Bing. happens if you've got Bing set in your Microsoft Sounds. Yeah, it's yeah. just a. I mean, every time anyone creates a website, a website for Trump, Bing happens. They sit, Bing, 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 sir. We've just created another website. I got them all over the place. I got a website. They're pouring out of my ears. Bing, 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 all over the place. Yeah. 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 You just can't Because that's where you get... For website. Because they're coming out of his ears. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. And that's, every time a website is created, an angel gets its wings. Yeah. 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 I should, yeah. It was so obvious. I should have gone I mean, for you it. Should, uh, yeah. I haven't counted how many of those no. is five no. so far. Are you feeling lucky, punk? Well, see, in all the excitement, <laughs> I've lost count. Yeah, is it five or six? I don't know. Well, you thought, I thought adjusting a car seat I did might think go bing. It ought to. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've seen videos of people adjusting car seats. And it, did it go bing? There are binging. There is binging. There are bings. It does involve binging. Okay. But I've obviously I mean, seen Trump may have seen those same videos. Right. Because. Because, he, because according to Trump, yeah. adjusting a car seat goes bing. You know, in the old days. Everything was better, right? The car seats. You'd sit in your car, and you want to move forward or back, you press a button, bing, bing. Now you have to open up things, press a computer, it takes you 15 minutes. In the old days, the old like days, old things would car go seats bing. used to go right. bing. Yeah. These days, it takes you 15 minutes, minutes to, adjust your, to adjust your car seat because well, you need I to would, open a computer. Yeah, I would beg to differ because in <laughs> the old days, it was very difficult to adjust your car seat. <laughs> And it did not involve a bing. I would beg to differ with you. Right. right. Because it still doesn't involve a bing. I don't feel like car seat adjustment has changed. I no, feel that's like true. we're still using analog car seat adjustment. Yeah, no, you're right. It yeah. neither went bing in the past nor well, does now. But it depends. No. no. No, maybe that's only in the cars that we can afford to buy. <laughs> maybe because maybe if you in watch super posh if, cars. Yes, if you watch the kind of things that that review magazine shows that involve right wing television comedians <laughs> called Jeremy Clarkson, <laughs> they tend to sit in cars that needlessly. It is possible. Yes, I'm not ruling out the possibility. Yeah, yeah. that there are cars yeah. which you need to log in. Well, or no, you don't need to log in. You I think to, you just you switch to, it on. There's a, there's a, but there's but there a console. There's a yeah. central thing which Where is you touch go screen just thing. Give me and that's my how seating. you get the seat yeah. arrangement. But thing. you see, what he's also ignoring is that, given my knowledge, my knowledge I'm drawing on now of 1950s <laughs> General Motors car design, is that they did have electrically adjustable seats, analog, admittedly. That they that you could go into the car and you could have three or four different settings depending on who was driving. Did they go bing? I think they whirred a bit, <laughs> and, there, and there was probably some clunking. There might have been 
a bell that involved the end, but I don't know how like that would work. Warning you that you were getting too close to the either that or thing. that it said the, the adjustment's complete. Yeah, but I don't think there was being in binging involved. But yeah, you're absolutely right. In the cars, in the, in the price bracket that we can afford, you just put your hand under and you lift there's up a, thing. a, a large a, analog yeah. bar. You pull a thing and you that slide releases forward, and it yeah. and it clunk. There might be some metallic ringing it's more of a involved. Clunk, if anything, it's a clunk. It's a lot, yeah, yeah there's clunk. Yeah, because basically it's a ratchet yeah. and a and a and a toothed. Thing, isn't it? You know, that's with the electric ones in GM. I'm unaware of any binging. Yeah, no binging. There would have been whirring. Yeah, yeah, the 1950 ones, little electric and motor that go. Yeah. I mean, I th- cars that need computers to adjust your your seat. Yeah. are well out of my price bracket. Yes, absolutely bracket. above our pay grade. Yes, yes, yeah. So, well, that's a bing thing. That is a bing thing. Yeah, and that is your third bing thing. Oh. Oh, which you correctly identified Yay. as a bing so thing. So does that mean that volcanoes so that don't go bing? That volcanoes don't go bing. There is no right. binging involved with volcanoes. Okay, and you have achieved I've t- the the goal <laughs> of, of three bing three things. Bings. Fantastic. Meaning you are now yeah in our hundredth episode yeah on forty five out of ninety. Oh, which is exactly fifty exactly percent. Which is per. Which it's, is not. It's I, yeah, I'm destined sorry, in some way. viewers and listeners. I should. Yeah, kind of. We we. Uh, it should be 100 percent, really, shouldn't it? <laughs> you know. But I mean, 100 percent. 100. If in episodes. the past you failed on even yeah. one, yeah, trying Never to get to 100 percent on the hundredth well, episode is not going to happen. Is folly, if anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Certainly yeah. a thing that wouldn't go. Big. Ambitious. At a- best. Ambitious. Yeah. Aspirational. Yeah. Yeah, but just pragmatically not going to fit. So fifty, fifty percent. Yeah, I'll go with that. We can yeah. make that. We can make that the significant. Best you can hope for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's time for the part of the show that this week, at least, is called Madison Cawthorn is not a logical fallacy, because ever since Madison Cawthorn revealed. Yeah. The, was, the GOP is full of cocaine orgies. Yeah, they've been trying to take him down in a they, in a in a, a, kind of, um, a series uh, of escalating, but um, in an also issues. in a kind of completely open way. They yeah. just go, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, it's us. We're just trying to get rid of him. Uh-huh. People that will not take us seriously will vote for him anyway." Yeah, and you think, "Well, okay, so." Why are you having to preach to con- to the converted people who won't vote for him? Won't need convincing not to vote for him, and if people are who will vote for him who won't believe you will vote for him, then why are you doing it? But yeah, there's this massive avalanche of, <laughs> and a, of tsunami of of stuff that they've just put out, and they've yeah. kind of gone, oh no, it's not me. And you look at it and you go. Who's doing this? Is this the is it the Democrats trying to get you know trying to smear? I mean, there him? are Democrats involved, right? Definitely, because yeah. there's a there's a pack called Fire Madison, right? Um, <laughs> and their money is being spent entirely on trying to get Madison called on fire. Yeah, um, but for different, but, obviously for different differing reasons, the Democrat people well, who yeah, are donating they're, they're, to they're, that they're against him because he's because he's a Republican. He's Republican. Yeah. But um, but the Republicans seem also to be very much on board 
right. with with right. trying to get him fired. Yeah, uh, because I mean, it's it's questionable, but it seems yeah. Like it's because he told everyone about their cocaine orgies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much stuff is coming out against him. And all of the stuff, all of the oppo research, all of the like videos about of him being maybe a bit gay, which which is stuff that the Democratic caucus, the the people who follow the Democrats, who obviously aren't going to vote for him, obviously are already against him. Yeah generally don't have a problem with we've talked about him in the past yeah uh we talked about him when it came out that he had visited eagle's nest hitler's bunker like on a on a summer holiday and and said how great it was to cross visiting the fuhrer's summer home off his bucket bucket list list. if that's on your bucket list yeah should we really be voting for you there's various other things that we've talked about in terms of uh you know him having the idea that 1984 is a great fiction novel to read. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we don't give a shit if he's gay. That's more of a problem for Republicans. That's more. That's right. a problem for the people that theoretically would support him. Yeah. They he's see unsigned. that as a negative. Right. Yeah. Arguably more yeah. of a problem is, is the fact that he was clearly married to a Russian spy. Um, yes, and you know, yeah. honey potted, yeah. by yeah. by Russian operatives. But they don't give. They don't kind of. They're not so they, worried they, about. They that. don't seem to have a problem with that. No. They haven't. They haven't brought that up. And so there's much. also there's also this kind of sort of denial that it's it's about the gay thing. They kind of go, well, you know, yeah, not really. It might be. You know, they just kind of go, is it? Does that mean he's gay? <laughs> you know, really, I hadn't noticed. And you think. Yeah, and the, and and also that they are clearly not denying that they're doing it. They're just going, yeah, actually, this is what you do in politics. Everybody knows. A veteran North Carolina operative, a GOP operative, right, spoke to the Daily Beast about this and said it's definitely a hit job that I'm happy to be involved with. Right, I'm happy to be a party to. Um, most of the GOP universe has come around to align against this guy. And it's absolutely happened since he talked about the cocaine orgies. Yeah, yeah. It kind but of even then when he did that, he kind of went, "Oh yeah, no, it might have been." Well, he did that. that he did there. that after Kevin McCarthy talked to him. Right. That's the thing. Right. Initially, he talked to a podcast and just said, "Washington is full of the, corruption. It's terrible." Even, even the Republicans and, yeah. and Kevin McCarthy went, "Fuck off! You can't, you can't tell say that people that the Republicans are doing this shit too." Yeah, and then he went. Oh yeah, not the Republicans. I that was have, just some stuff I saw in the parking garage. Some once. random guy who worked yeah. at, at Pizza Hut. Yeah, he yeah. absolutely backtracked based on having right. been called in and bollocked yeah. by Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, um, and and ever since then, week by week, new stuff has come out about him, like pictures of him in lingerie on a on a cruise, which right. he. Defended essentially by saying it was a lingerie cruise. Well, <laughs> what could you? What said, are you supposed to do? He said, yeah. he said it's you know desperate that people are attacking him for stuff that happened in his early twenties. He's fucking, fucking twenty six. Yeah. So like two like, years ago. Yeah. 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 It's desperate that you're talking to me about stuff that happened two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
the other I mean, side they, of they aren't, COVID. Yeah, yeah, they aren't yeah. even bringing up all of the stuff that we've talked about, we've in talked the past, about it before. About yeah. the fact that, for example, he claims on his website that he was up for a, a, the Naval Academy before he yeah. had his yeah. car accident. Yeah. Which, I mean, he even lies about the car accident in which he was paralysed. He yeah. He's claimed that the guy who was driving... His like best friend and, and kind of he says he's like a like a brother to him. He has said that guy crashed the car, left him for dead, which yeah. is not true not at tr all. Yeah, the guy pulled him out of the wreckage and called the the authorities. Called nine one one, and he wasn't dead. No, at any point he's just yeah, he's claimed yeah. he was pronounced dead at the scene, yeah. which the 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 public reports are not okay, saying. No. They're they're saying yeah, that's not true. He was critical. But yeah. alive. Yeah. He said he was training for the Paralympics, which, yeah. again, we've talked about. He's training for the Paralympics in the same way I'm hoping to win an Oscar. Yeah. He's like, in his there, mind. There is he yeah. is not registered with any kind of Paralympic no. organization. No. He hasn't been involved in any of the races you need to race yeah. to get involved in the Paralympics at all. What event is he going to do? Yeah. He's Quite. so. Yeah. N yeah. Almost everything he said turn up and eat about about how he was disabled and everything he's done since he's disabled yeah. are untrue. untrue. And the and, and the Republican no, Party aren't focusing on those those things. untruths. They're just going. He's dressed up as yeah. somebody on a Land cruise. He put women's clothing on yeah. and he humped his cousin's humped face. face. And and you got, and then yeah. and then they, then to say, well, isn't that just anti-gay? They went. Is it? Is that, <laughs> oh, really? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. No, oh. no. And finally, some things we really don't have time to talk about. Well, it's a day ending in a Y, so there's another book out by a Trump administration official who was absolutely disgusted by the shit Trump was doing in office, but, you know, not disgusted enough to resign or say anything at the time. It's Defence Secretary Mark Esper's turn. And the revelations that he's teased to gen up some pre-orders include the usual stuff about Trump asking why they can't just shoot protesters, along with some new stuff about Trump wanting to recall a couple of retired four-star generals to active duty specifically so he could have them court-martialed for criticising him. The best slash scariest, though, is the fact that he suggested firing missiles from the US into Mexican cartels' drug labs and then pretending it wasn't him. The proposal didn't go very far, of course, so we never got to see what would happen when Mexico responded to an act of war and the US claimed a bigger boy did it and ran away. <laughs> In a variation of King Canute sitting soggy on the beach, commanding the tide to go back, it appears that Trump was convinced China was at the bottom of all the hurricanes the US suffers because they have a hurricane gun. <laughs> and had asked his aides to look into whether that's true. I'm envisaging the huge on-shoulder mollusk launcher in Saints Row 3 game. Rolling Stone's interviews with national security officials revealed this was on Trump's unhinged mind for the first two years in office. Hurricanes, not mollusks. And eventually led to the question about whether the US could nuke hurricanes. QAnon recently also went weather mental, drawn from the same idea that China seeds clouds to create rain for agricultural use, blaming Biden for using the China weather weapon to create the cold snap in Texas that Ted Cruz fled on holiday from. 
and not forgetting Sharpie Gate, where Trump said the hurricane was heading to Alabama, and it wasn't, and produced a drawn-on map to prove it. An Inspector General's report actually concluded that the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration had actually falsely backed up Trump's claim about the hurricane path as a result of actual White House pressure. Former Trump aide Stephanie Grisham simply noted stuff like that wasn't unusual for him. He would blurt out crazy things all the time and tell aides to look into it or do something about it. His staff would say they'd look into knowing more often than not. He'd forget about it quickly, much like a toddler. Still, at least the GOP isn't adopting some of those crazy ideas about the election being stolen, invented by the toddler king as party orthodoxy. Now, that would be crazy. My favourite thing about that story is that it was, it's been reported that he asked about this hurricane gun yeah. multiple times. Uh, yes, yeah. So, and like... Went, well, yeah, I'll look so into that. Yeah. It kind of went, I the, don't think... So, yeah. so, have you got any update about this hurricane gun? Hurricane gun. gun. <laughs> and they no, kind of, like, it's not hold it together long enough. It's not could possibly yeah. exist. <laughs> it's not only not something they have... That's insane. I mean, yeah. But they would hold it together till they got out of the briefing room <laughs> and then piss themselves laughing in their office. Yeah. Sadly, last week saw the resignation of the White House's best press secretary since C.J. Craig, the fantastic Jen Psaki. But another kick-ass woman takes the role of owning Peter Ducey on a daily basis. Karine Jean-Pierre was regional director of the Office of Political Affairs in the Obama White House. She's been deputy press secretary since Biden was elected. She used to be chief public affairs officer of MoveOn.org, and she once leapt in front of Kamala Harris to protect her from a protester, despite being about half his size. She also happens to be the first black and openly LGBT White House press secretary, but I'm sure that that has nothing to do with the attack she's had to weather from the right wing since her promotion was announced. Hilariously, since she's awesome, they have nothing to actually attack her with, so the New York Post went with her history of calling people and things racist, which included racist things like voter ID, calling COVID the China virus, Fox News, Jeff Sessions, Steve Bannon and Donald Trump. Fox News added that she accused Republicans of lying about critical race theory in schools, so all in all, it sounds like she's going to be an awesome press secretary. A man accused of killing his wife and then tossing her body in a creek won a Republican primary election in Indiana for a spot on local township board this week. Is the unsurprising verbatim byline in BuzzFeed News. Despite being held in the Boone County Jail without bail, Andrew Wilhoyt won his spot in the May 3 elections, garnering 60 votes in the local election. Somewhat reassuringly, he did receive the lowest number of votes from three candidates, the other two candidates receiving more than 100 votes. But with only three candidates vying for the three seats, Wilhoyt is able to secure a place in the November election. According to state election requirements, candidates for the upcoming election have until July 15th to withdraw their names from the ballot. The only exception for removing their name past that deadline, according to state requirements, would be disqualification by moving out of the district, death or conviction of a felony. Will Hoyt is scheduled for trial in August. Whilst feeling it's all a bit horrifyingly Republican, it's good in inverted commas, to know that the principle of innocent till proven guilty still pertains in Indiana. I guess. 
People have responded to the Roe versus Wade news that we talked about in our special extra episode last week with incredible restraint so far, largely staging protests in public spaces outside the Supreme Court and in some cases outside judges' houses. Despite a rumour spreading across the right-winger sphere that Justice Alito had been forced to go into hiding for the safety of his family, in fact, protests have been entirely peaceful and in some cases extremely civilised, with Alito's neighbours supplying the protesters and reporters outside his house with wine, cheese and key lime pie. The GOP complaint of won't someone think of the neighbours has been a bit undercut by this, not to mention the fact that when someone said it to protesters outside Brett Kavanaugh's house, they replied, we are his neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Susan Collins called the police after someone wrote the most polite fucking message ever to her on the sidewalk outside her house in Chalk, pleading with her to vote to codify Roe. Presumably she told the cops she was concerned and disappointed by the note, since those appear to be the only emotions that she actually has. <laughs> At a time when Republicans have attacked male voting and falsely characterised it as rife with abuse by their Democrat rivals, we at Fallacious Trump plead with the Republicans to stop it because our sides are aching with laughter again. When the GOP have once again been found guilty of doing exactly what they blame the other side for, Philadelphia's fellow GOP ward leaders voted Saturday to oust Billy Lanzalotti from his position as the leader of South Philadelphia's 39th Ward, following the discovery that he was helping voters fill out their applications for mail-in ballots by putting his P.O. box number where their home address would go. Though Lanzalotti maintained he was doing this as a service to the voters and intended to hand deliver the ballots once they arrived, state law forbids third party ballot delivery. Yeah, what the Republicans call ballot harvesting. Attempting to distract us, perhaps, from laughing at the GOP too much again, candidate Republican Bill McSwain in the governor's race for southeast Philadelphia against Republican Dave White accused White's campaign of being connected to Lanzalotti in another smear of mail-in voting. White was quick to point out that McSwain had been scathingly not endorsed by Trump, and this was as lame an attempt as saying Labour unions who donated to White's campaign had once also donated to Democrat campaigns. With friends like these in the Republican Party, who needs the Democrats? No, only joking. We all do. Georgia GOP gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor, who somehow spells her name with a K and two S's, has apparently not been sufficiently mocked for her campaign slogan, which is, I shit you not, Jesus, guns, babies. <laughs> I feel like we're partially to blame for this. But in our defence, there are a lot of batshit Republicans and only so much mocking time. Yeah. We do have jobs, you know. Quite. We can't spend all our time <laughs> mocking Republicans. Anyway, partly due to us not mocking her into oblivion, she has now released a new campaign video, which is indistinguishable... From a Blair Erskine skit. So much so that Candice unironically tweeted a Blair Erskine video taking the piss out of her platform because she thought it was genuine. In Candice's latest, she's announced that one of her top priorities on being elected will be to destroy the Georgia Guidestones. Patrons may remember our discussion of the Georgia Guidestones when we read the QAnon book since it's directly from that vat of bullshit that this plan has been dredged. But for the uninitiated, the Guidestones 
are some standing stones with advice etched on them for anyone who survives an apocalyptic event like a nuclear war. QAnoners and other morons, however, believe that they were placed there by a Luciferian cabal who just couldn't help themselves from carving their secret plans for world domination and population control into giant fucking bits of rock and planting them in the Georgia countryside. Candace Taylor also somehow seems to think that the Luciferian cabal will be helpless to carry out their evil plan if she gets rid of the rocks. Because presumably that's their only copy. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, they don't, need, they don't need to remember they would, it. They've written it down. You wouldn't, you wouldn't keep rocks. an extra copy just no. on a bit of paper, would you? No. Or expect somebody to have made it into a <laughs> non-fungible token <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. In another week of excruciating nonsense in British politics, after a further 100 fines for criminal breaches of the law during lockdown by the actual government, funeral director mood board Jacob Rees-Mogg <laughs> appeared on BBC News saying this is a non-story and that we need to look at whether these rules were right in the first place. You wrote the bugging rules and made sure people were fined for breaching them and people couldn't attend the funeral of the Queen's husband for 70 years as a result of the bugging rules. Chancellor Rishi Sunak, who obviously has been getting advice from the woman who spaffed billions of pounds up the wall with the track and trace system lashed together on XL95, said the government's computer system wouldn't let him increase benefits further this year in response to the cost of living crisis. Whilst he himself acknowledges technical problems sound like an excuse, economist Stephanie Flanders points out, so we can create a furlough scheme from scratch for 11 million people in a matter of weeks, but we can't raise benefits more than once a year. And just when you thought that the Tories weren't taking the piss enough at a charity fundraiser, oh, so that's all right then, in Hertfordshire, local MP and Tory party chairman Oliver Dowden donated a bottle of champagne signed by Boris as, and I quote, a souvenir of Partygate and the exemplary behaviour and morality of our dear leader. And finally, a bluffer's guide to the Northern Ireland Protocol. Those who voted Remain and lost have had to adjust to Brexit and get on with making it work, whilst those who voted for Brexit and won, i.e. the DUP, are furious and want to rip the whole thing up. Also, the DUP are now the minority party in Northern Ireland, with Sinn Féin winning the majority in elections last week, but the British government are saying we should heed the words of the minority when it comes to the Northern Ireland Protocol, just like they did for the minority in the Brexit vote. Hmm, is that logical? Well, you're in the right place. Me, I'm off to France again. So that's all the bad arguments and faulty reasoning we have time for on this 100th episode 100th. of Fallacious Trump. You'll find the show notes at fallaciousTrump.com and if you hear Trump say something stupid and want to ask if it's a fallacy, our contact details are on the contact page. If you think we've used a fallacy ourselves, let us know if you've had a good time this hundredth time. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell one other person in person about how much they'd like our podcast. And you can support the show at patreon.com slash ftrump just like our strawman level patrons Steve Bickle, Schmutz, Mark Reich and Amber R. Buchanan our true Scotsman-level patrons, Kaz Tui, Andrew Houck, Max Beaver, and our top patron, Lauren. Thanks ever so much, guys. 
over the past countless episodes, your support has been very much appreciated. Thank you. I mean, not countless, 100. It's li- literally countable. Yeah, but we don't know but how many of them that's that true. they've supported. Yeah, that's yeah. why I said countless. Fair. Because we can't count the ones I mean, that they've supported. I can, I know. Well, you know. could, yeah. I know but when not they right became now. patrons. Yeah, okay. They're, all right. We have li- so, so thank literally you all, all the information yeah, about for all the, For all the pages we can. For all the. <laughs> All the episodes the, that we the, can the very track. countable so the, episodes. Count all the episodes that you have patronised. <laughs> but yeah, but it's not. It's not poetic. It's not poetic. It's not poetic. No, but it's accurate. You can connect with those awesome people as well as us and other listeners in the Facebook group at facebook.com/groups/fallaciousTrump. All music is by the Outbursts and was used with permission. So until next time on Fallacious Trump, we'll leave the last word. To the Donald. That's right, go home to mommy. Bye. Bye. Nobody knew that healthcare could be so complicated. Most people don't even know there are that many countries. People don't realize William McKinley from Ohio was a great president. Nobody even ever heard of bleaching. The Empire State Building, they built it in one year. Nobody knows that. I'm an environmentalist. A lot of people don't understand that. Nobody even knows General Brick. Nobody knew what a ventilator was. Nobody knows what I'm worth. People don't realize the Korean War has not ended. Next week, we will confirm our 100th federal judge. Nobody knows what that means. Air Force One is 31 years old. People don't realize that. I have the right to do a lot of things that people don't even know about people don't realize you know how many number one bestsellers i've had nobody knows really what a community college is people don't realize we have very strong background checks right now eminent domain is an un it's it's really people don't understand it they really don't people don't realize this air force one is two planes but a great meeting in vietnam people don't realize it they send the ballots out nobody knows who's sending them People don't realize, you know, if you go back to the Civil War, it was the Republicans that really did the thing. People don't know what great warriors they are in France. You have caravans. Nobody ever heard of a caravan. Nobody knows what the governors are doing, actually. People don't realize Russia's been very, very heavily sanctioned. What many people don't know is that South Korea is a major trading partner with the United States. People don't realize you had 20 terrorist groups in Afghanistan. Nobody knows why they vote for a Democrat. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. We have to bring that up because most people don't know that. People don't realize what a big country Mexico is. Canada was charging us 287% tariffs. Nobody knew that. Nobody knew that. I knew it. We defend Japan. Most people don't even know it. It's a big part of our nation, what you do. People don't realize that about Pennsylvania. Nobody ever heard of an executive order. Emoluments. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody ever even heard of tariffs. Roger Stone for doing, nobody even knows what he did. Maine is one of the most beautiful places on earth. And people don't realize how large your land mass is. Nobody even knows what a trillion dollars is. She was here on a fiancé visa which most people have never even heard of. People don't realize New Jersey is the most dense state. We had a poll today at 40. 40. Nobody knows what that means. Nobody ever heard of social distancing before. People don't realize we have great love going on in this country. People don't realize we are an unbelievably divided country. Nobody even knew about that pipeline until I brought it up. We don't have the inheritance tax anymore, which is great. A lot of people don't even know that. Take a look at Venezuela. You know, people don't realize that was a wealthy country. A Category 5, which few people have ever even heard of. Nobody ever heard of 12%.
You know, a lot of people don't understand that airline pilots now, a lot of them carry guns. Nobody ever heard of the word trillion until 10 years ago. We're helping a lot of countries that people don't even know about. People don't know what a poll watcher is. What people don't realize is they're all Democrat-run cities. David, whoever. Nobody knows how to pronounce his name. You saved 16,000 lives. Nobody knows that. I had a talk with four of them today, and they speak a language that most people don't even understand. Nobody knew that Afghanistan has tremendous minerals. France is America's first and oldest ally. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of things on that plane that people don't even know about. 401k is a big deal. Uh, meaning stocks. Sure, yeah. Because people don't realize. Well, nobody knows what the Reform Party platform is. Most people don't even know what the agreement says. We've had flu years where we lost 70, 80, and 90,000 people. People don't realize that. People don't realize how great a job the police of this country do. We're doing really good in Iowa. People don't know it, but we're doing great. When Jim Comey came out, he saved Hillary Clinton. People don't realize that. Nobody knew the swamp was that deep or that, that bad. They sell thousands and thousands of motorcycles, which a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't realize how good our bill was. Jim Jordan is a great wrestler, a great uh, NCAA champion and all. A lot of people don't know that. People don't realize it. I have a lot of friends who are Democrats. People don't realize I inherited a mess. Case fatality rates. We have the lowest of any major country in the world. People don't know that. People don't realize that. Specialty milk are very important. People don't realize Canada's been very rough in the United States. Nobody knows who Alfred E. Newman is. People don't realize we're already spending a lot of money on design. Nobody knows what reform means. NAFTA's been bad for the farmers. A lot of people don't realize it. People don't realize Paul Manafort worked for Ronald Reagan. They're going to say that they're uh, therapeutic, and I guess they are therapeutic. Some people don't know how to define therapeutic. I view it different. People don't realize four years ago, we got a big percentage of Bernie Sanders. Nobody even knows what's going on in Libya. We have a tremendous potential in our country. People don't realize. They think we're doing well. Human trafficking is a disaster. Nobody knew too much about it until recently. People don't realize how big a producer North Dakota is. For years, Biden tried to cut Social Security and Medicare. People don't know that about him. This country is going is doing so poorly. People don't realize how poorly it's doing. People don't realize that Bobby Kennedy Jr. is his boss. What people don't realize about Clemson, it's a great academic school. We have our intellectual property and a lot of people don't understand what that means. A lot of people don't realize that Iraq has some of the greatest oil reserves anywhere in the world. I said, why are you letting them steal your auto jobs? They're all going down to Mexico. And by the way, plenty go to Canada too, right? People don't know that. Italy is one of America's largest trading partners. A lot of people don't know that. The small business is 50% of our economic strength. People don't realize when you add them up. People don't understand but we actually won on DACA yesterday. Most places have so much water, they don't know what the hell to do with it. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. Most people don't even know what I'm talking about. What was the purpose of this whole thing?